So podcast is a little bit different this week, and why is that? It is because myself, Colin Griffiths, who runs MTD Network, does some MTD CNC stuff, but today it's all about MTD Global, where we essentially get to travel the world. Super glamorous, depends who you're traveling with, but so far, no glamour whatsoever. Exhibitions, so plane, hotel, exhibition, hotel, plane, that's it. And today I'm, I'm trying to think of the right word, Joined by, accompanied by, stuck with Paul Jones. Paul, thanks for joining me. That's okay. Good to be here. You missed out one thing there: sleep. We do have a bit of sleep in between, ah, re- and a bit of fun. Okay, you that bit, two bits. Yeah, two bits. Okay, indeed. We normally partake in the local um, food and a bit of the uh, hot. Well, we do, which we did last night. Good. It's a nice setting this for a podcast as well, isn't it? When you it look is. out the window, the the business lounge in Katowice. 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 Oh my God. He's been here 24 hours. He still can't. Or was that a sneeze? Anyway, Paul, no, he's this back is, at home. It is, it's great. It is a great setting in the lounge. I'm enjoying a fine red. And I'm enjoying a glass of Prosecco, which Ooh. I think is well-deserved after what can only be described as 36 hours of solid work. Really. Okay. That was me. What about you? Uh, probably a little bit more. Probably 37. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But before we... Go any further? We need to. I mean, we told people in Katowice, why Paul? Okay, so uh, we've, we've, just been at Tool, yeah, we've just been at Toolex 2020. This is the first exhibition that the uh, Global uh, Channel has been to since Steel Fab this year, and it's the first exhibition really that that has. Um, I mean, there's been so many that have been cancelled in the last in the last couple of months. In fact, there was several we were hoping to get to in September, which didn't happen in the end. Um, there's even more that have been cancelled that we were expecting to is go to in November. Bimu in Spain, yeah, that, that's no Bimu. No, uh, sorry, oh. Bimu in Italy is still isn't on. It? Yeah. yeah, but Bimu in or Bimu U. B I E M H, I think it is in Spain has actually been um, postponed uh, into 2021. So I think the exercise of this event really was to, just to see. We didn't expect great things, did we? Mm. Uh, you know, I don't think anybody did. I don't even think exhibitors did. But um, but what I would say is, well, I'm sure we'll come on to it and I'm sure it's, it's a topic on your list to discuss, but I'm um, glad I came. Absolutely. No, and jo- jo- all jokes aside, there are normally two halls, normally I think about 500 exhibitors. Um, Pat- Patricia, who runs it, and also, um, what's the gentleman's name? Was, um, uh, Marcel. Marcel. Yeah, yeah Marcel. a good Polish name, of course. Yeah. But they were, they, they were great and looked after us really, really well. But... What um, there was only there was sixty exhibitors. Great to see them. It really was fantastic. And well, it was a tenth. It was a tenth. Normally, they like you say. Actually, the, the numbers are about that six hundred exhibitors. Don't, don't take this the wrong way, Paul. Sixty, five hundred down to sixty is not a tenth, but uh, uh, not rocket science. Well, it's, it's not a million miles off, is it? No, that's fair enough. Yeah. I'll, I'll give and, you that one. And I think that was the. Um, that was the encouraging thing that it, that it wasn't just fifty exhibitors or sixty exhibitors that just turned up with a shell scheme. It was it was no. you know a lot of them had brought machinery there. They'd brought working machinery there, metal cutting, um, you know, uh, engraving. Um, well, I, no, I'm going to stop you there because we'll go through a few of them. But I think key key to what we do in terms of doing the global events uh, exhibitions is actually seeing companies. And machine, and machine equipment or any sort of equipment that you don't see in the UK regularly. So, mm. anybody, you know, any any you can think of. I, I think there was a, there was a lot actually. When when we first jumped on the plane, we I was kind of thinking, what are we going to see here? Yeah, we've been told that there's about twenty five machines on show. Um, I'm thinking, what are those twenty five machines going to be? Are they going to be the ones that we 
traditionally see back in the UK market or around the world at these events, or are they going to be Polish manufactured machines, which is what was my hope, um, that were going to be yep. machines that were manufactured here and that there were companies that were exhibiting them to their local market, but also looking for potential distribution around the globe. And and I think we, we definitely found the latter. We you know we found a lot of companies that um, had got machines that that I'd not see. You know, um, I'm sure we'll come on to a lot of them. But CNC milling, yep, laser cutting. Um, what we didn't what we didn't see was 3D printers. And I'm probably taking a lot of the things off of your list here. And we didn't see a lot. Once of again, Paul, you've either, actually you've actually read my script and stolen all of it and ruined ruined all of it. But, but so, the things that we didn't see, but well, the things that we did see, maybe we should focus on. That. So yeah, no no absolutely no 3D printing whatsoever. Automation was a little bit because um, it was Janos, I think, from it. Jason had the latest Fanuc robot. Correct, they did. Yeah, yep. loading a, um, a cylindrical grinder. Uh, yep. Internal and external grinding. Um, there was, you know, we say there wasn't much automation, but there was the fast, the world or claimed to be the world's fastest gantry machine from Taki Sauer, which was a, a, a twin spindle machine with yeah, facing who, spindles. Who was supplying the Taki Sauer machine? I'm going to put you on the spot there. Oh, now you've got me. I'd have to fish through my bag and look at my business card. Oh, Brabiarki. Oh, well, I can't even pronounce it. I've got it written in front of me. Oh, Brabiarki. There you go. My, Michael. Very, he was great. Because, well, on that stand, so they had the Taki Sauer, and no disrespect to Taki Sauer in the UK, far from it, you don't see enough of their machines. I mean, I can only think of one engineering company that I know, LMS Precision, Roger Street, he's got one, but that's the only one I can think of. That yeah, I think. They're, they're a machine that's... I mean, yeah, there isn't a lot of them. There isn't no. a lot of them. Um, but Taki Sauer has, has two manufacturing sort of sites. You've got the Taiwanese um, brand, and then you've got and then you've got the ones that are made in Japan. Two sort of different okay. machines. So you've got um, the economical version, should we say, the entry-level machine type, which is what we saw a lot of um, on the company that you mentioned, Stan, which was the... A Brabiarka. Um, a Brabiarka, which was three-axis machine. However, the technology that we saw with the... Taki Sauer um, facing spindle um, mm. machine. I'm actually not sure whether that's built in Japan or Taiwan, actually. I'd okay. need to... But just to clarify, that machine is gantry loader, twin spindle, twin turret, but not complex jobs? It's volume. It's all volume, isn't okay. it? It's the, automo it's the automotive sector. It's the, it's the you know, tack time, efficiency, spindle uptime. All of those things are... Yeah. I mean, if you look at the, the Muratech machine from... Matsura supply back in the UK, you know, this Taki Sauer version is, is a very similar concept of machine to, to that. Okay. So we said about automation, not many robots, but that is a great example of automation. It is. Now, those guys also had a fixed head lathe. I won't dwell on that too much because, as Michael said, it was it was a fixed head lathe. Twin, so it, twin it, spindle, it was, it was single stripe. It three-axis three machine. It yeah. had a mill drill. It was, your, it was your general job shop yep. machine tool, and I think that's why they wanted to exhibit it. But what yeah. they did have, and it's a, is it a first? Yeah, probably is a first. Waco, which was I'm awake. I'm going to put you on, on pressure on that. That was a slider. So you, you know, if I'm thinking sliding head, I'm thinking Citizen Star straight away. Hanoir, is it from Hanoir? From, from, yeah. there's, there's a lot of them. Yeah, there's there? a lot. There's um, a lot of them. It was interesting to get his comments, and this will come across on because we've done tons of videos. So if you're listening to this and you want to watch what we're talking about, um, visit mtdcnc.global because there's plenty of videos on there specifically the, the interview that you did about this machine as well um 
discussing the, the, the frailties of one of their competitors, essentially, weren't yes. they? Talking about how one, I think, of the directors had moved from one company to another oh. and identified weaknesses with his, his previous employment and then addressed those on this particular brand. Um, and these were things to do with clamping the hydraulic clamping, the clamping force, yeah, because it was, yeah, the, the, the competitor wasn't hydraulic, yeah, which of course, you know, security in machining is is massive, Absolutely. isn't it? Absolutely. So, and as you can see, we, we are recording from the airport lounge in the background. I think we're about to miss our flight, but that, they'll wait. I mean, we'll give it 10 15 minutes, don't worry. That, that, well, you're flying it, aren't you? They're not gonna, don't you worry about that. I've had a couple of beers, we'll be fine. So, anyway, so that was um, your Takisawa, your Waco slider. Other stuff. I mean, we mentioned. Um, what about the polishing machine? That was quite an interesting one, wasn't it? Was polishing it in Poland, Poland. So it's polish, 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 polish. But that, those, that, because that was the guys from. I'm just trying to remember who that, who they were. Great budget. And Costa. Yeah. So they had a, a number of machines, but I know disrespect to what they do. Very basic. It was very simple. Yeah, it was very simple, but it was machinery. Again, this is something that you come to these shows for to find little gems that you 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 just don't see when you're out and about on the road and you know you you often don't see a lot of plant you know like i say in general engineering companies that could be really handy for them do you think that'll get much, i mean it was a polishing machine indexing you you were look working at it, it manually in, in simple terms it was like a very small conventional lathe that oh. had some buffing wheels on it um a little turret with different buffers so you can do the internal bores you can do external yep. <coughs> finishing it depends it's it's all to coin geo's phrase application specific but i, I do think that there is um Spot i could on. have found it i could have found it very handy when i was an apprentice as i mentioned well, in the video. how many fingers did you lose do it, fluffing <laughs> or whatever the word is if i had me to stick up at you at the moment i would but unfortunately i don't That's <laughs> now another thing so we've we've mentioned like, the takisawa absolutely absolutely um seron seron we met arta yeah what were they doing yeah really interesting um couple of machines it was a it was a laser machine that marked as well as cut out the part didn't it yep the application they were showing was um almost like carving wood but marking it at the same time but these machines do also mark uh, metallics as well Again, you, you look at it, is it kind of a hobbyist machine or is it a, an industry product? Um, probably a bit of both, but uh, I think he's looking for distribution around the world. With again, it. yeah, that's that's one of the reasons why he because, you know, they, they do want distributors around the world, if I can say that. But with that, you say, you know, hobby, I don't think hobbyists, I think that's probably un, un, undervaluing it a little bit, in my opinion. Mm. But, I mean, that was a CO2 laser. But it, it would be good to have as a, uh, if you could afford it, it'd be good to have as a hobby. Yeah. Didn't even say, um, I think he, he costed it, it was about 8,000 yeah, pounds, so 8,000 8, euros. Yeah, so yeah. Even, even better. But also, they had, well, they called it a, a router. It wasn't, a, well, no. we're going to have to agree to this. Well, we, we agree, but we have to disagree with the CEO well, of the company. I, I, I don't know whether the figures that he quoted about the, the um the machine's capabilities were, were quite right i think might have been a bit of confusion in the interpretation and um, because he he said that the spindle on this particular machine had 60 kilowatts of power and a 24,000 24,000 uh, 24, uh, rpm spindle uh, yeah and that's i look a... at that and i go well hang on a minute this thing is an hsk i don't know 40 60, wasn't it hsk 40 hsk 63 I, I can't remember exactly what it was and i look at it and go well, it's the first time I've ever seen a, 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 a machine with a, the power that we're talking about. 60 kilowatts. Now. So I think it might have been 6 kilowatts. I, th I think he might have got 
a slight decimal place, decimal point in the wrong place. Mm. But that great, great machines, though. Abs- they really were. If you are yeah. listening and we've made a mistake, apologies. Let us know. Most definitely. Now, another another one, grinding. And I'm not talking about you on a Saturday night down a nightclub. Two ones, great, great machine. Well, great companies opposite each other, actually. Volmer and Anchor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's fascinating, isn't it? You, these are two massive brands. Um, you talk Anchor, uh, Australian manufactured products. Uh, Volma, made in Germany. Two very high-end cutter, tool cutting, um, cutting tool grinding machines. The the Volma one of real interest. Well, there's two machines. The, the first one they were um, they were actually um, finishing or. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Grinding, of course. Uh, grinding. Surprising the, that, Paul. Yep. The the inserts on a saw yep. uh, and uh, t- tolerance, different angles. A circ- uh, it was a circuit saw. saw. Yeah. Yeah. The second machine, which really sort of stole the show in in some senses, was a um, a dual grinding wheel machine, which can be used to not only cut the flutes or grind the flutes on yep. tools, but also do every other operation as well. Whereas normally you might have to take the the cutting tool out and put it to another machine for a, for, for a different machining operation. So I'm trying, I'm trying to visualise that. So essentially, it, it was almost like it had two spindles and one turret, and it, so the, the turret could move from one and do the well, second. You talk about the turret, but I know, I know, I'm trying to... the, the spindle holding the cutting tool. Yep. So it, on, on the bottom grinding wheel, they're using it to grind the flutes, and then it's right. moving up to the top grinding wheel in, in, in to do either lengths or diameters. Right. What in a lot of companies happens is they will they will use one machine to do one of those operations and move it around the works now we all yep. know what that means when you start moving products from one machine to another you introduce all kinds of potential issues well if, if someone that. like yourself when you're an engineer it's a human you'd, error you'd lose it between one and yeah the you'd other, scrap yeah. scrap 95 percent of the parts it's normally scrapped on the first operation so it wouldn't even make <laughs> the second machine but that is the the i think this machine it was launched two years ago um, and they were looking for it to, to be emo. Obviously, didn't happen this year. But they are going to Grindtech, which is another show that uh-huh. we may well visit. Um, yeah, coming soon to Germany. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now another thing we have touched on it briefly: automation. I got the opinion. I got the impression. Opinion. Automation. I'm talking ro- not not sliding heads or gantry loads. I'm talking robots. Was not big in Poland. I got that impression. Uh, yeah, it was really bizarre, wasn't it? At most shows you go to. They're like the, the, you know, it's even in the name, uh, you know, automation, automating this, automating that. There was none of that here at all, was there? I mean, you you looked at a cobot. I know we we talk about them, some of the machines that had the sort of automation built into them, the fact the sliding head lathe and the, the gantry loading machine, but independent automation solutions were few and far between. Even interesting when you interviewed um, a guy, he said that you know Poland don't really want automation you know right. they, 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 you know and, and you can understand that there's a mess clear message in that to me you're looking at a low-cost economy here you're looking at uh, a country that is able to compete on every level with um you know the uk uh, germany and all, all the rest of it and provide product because they don't have the um you know the costs that we do I'm, so we're, we're gonna have we're gonna have a uh, trump biden fallout about this because i totally disagree even if it's a low even if i mean we're judging well, they, well, well they could what, what, I, know, I know what you're going to say and i think I'm, we don't <laughs> they, they could become even more competitive but the introduction of 
you know, the labor into it, if there is a labor aspect and, and if they don't want us to invest in automation because they want us to use labor, they're going to win every day of the week. Mm. So they're kind of hoping that by them not using automation is going to make that we don't use automation too. And therefore then they will be more competitive than we are because their labor costs are less. It's a crazy kind of analogy, but you know what I'm, I'm talking about. Well, it was a great analogy. I wasn't actually listening because I was watching a plane takeoff, which was far more interesting than that example. No, I am joking. It, it is a very, very but valid there's, point. There's some economics in there somewhere, oh, isn't definitely, there? definitely. Unfortunately, I'm the one with the degree in economics, home economics. But anyway, moving on swiftly. Another great thing was we didn't do much software, but tooling, now we've, we did find, I was going to say it was a great company, LTS. It was a great company because they gave us some beers at the end of the day. But yeah, very hospitable. tooling they were supplying. Now, one was WizCut. WizCut, yeah. I'm and the other sure one was, I can't remember the other one there. But the WizCut is... was a product that is um, born out of Japan. Um, no, it's... you're incorrect. There, I'm going to I'm going to stop you there. Sweden, that was that was for sliding head, for sliding head tooling. But some of the stuff they had that that like micro drills. Two time. I'm sorry, two time. Don't two you two time was... me, Paul? I'll tell you what. We're two time was the um, the cutting tools that they were bringing yes. in from Japan. That's one. Fairly new product, five years five years old. Got exclusive wow. distribution rights around Europe, and looking to distribute. it So the company is LTS. Tooling is two time and whiz cut. So let's just take a step back. The two time was any type of tooling, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, two. It, it was. Um, yeah, it was. I mean, we even saw huge U drills there. There was uh, yes. inserts for. Yeah, I mean, it, it was across the board. Micro uh, drills, okay. very small diameters. But that one was, was. It was. It was. It was about. Being, I mean, don't say, I hate to say there cheap. There was three aspects, wasn't there? Can you remember what he told you? Um, absolutely. I, I can remember, yes, but I'm going to put you on a spot. Can you? Uh, no, that's why. One was chip breaking. Yeah. Being cost effective. So they hate to use the word cheap. Everybody hate, it's cost effective. And, it, and this is good cost effective tooling and surface finish. Yeah. You've got to get those three things, get those three, three things free. Three and, things, and right? longevity of the tool. Oh, that's four things. Well done. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. But with, with that, so that's Toe Time. But the WizCut was Swedish. But that's more about your sliding head tooling. Yeah. But some of that stuff, I mean, they had the micro drill, which was, well, can you remember what the size? No. 0.1 of millimetre. Really? Yeah. I mean, that was, and then they had micro um, threading, which I think, and the video, I'm sure we quoted it in the video, but I think 0.2. I mean, that, and we've got some photos. You need your bifocals on, really, to see it, don't you? Well, uh, yes, absolutely. Well, trifocals, they were that small. <laughs> so, there we go. Uh, Paul, overall, I mean... We've great, just... great... Yeah, sorry, you're going to ask... Yeah, my, my, I mean, my overall analysis of the, the event is really glad that we came. Good to be go good to go to a show again. And one of the big things is that, that you do miss it. You know, you walk around and you talk to people, you meet people. How many people have we met? I mean, we did, a, at the end of the day, we, we did a walk round where I was filming you walking round. And and basically, oh, I saw, oh, it's ready in five. Okay. Um, so basically, we, uh, yeah, you walked around and everyone was saying, hi, hi guys, hi guys, yep. you know, hi guys. And that's something you can't get. You, you, that's, it's priceless. Yeah, and that's a good thing. Virtual, about the virtual exhibitions. Yeah, okay, but chatting, asking of pertinent questions, seeing the machines working. Yeah, absolutely. And Paul, I am going to have to cut this cut this short. It was I had a great great time, great being back an exhibition, mm. and yes, I've got. I'm just interpreting that. 
they're calling our name, so we're going to have to get going. I hope you enjoyed it, finding out about what we've done in Poland and the ne next next trip. Uh, not sure yet. Let's see what happens. I think, in the well, I hope, fingers Keep, crossed, it's Italy. That's yeah, more, have a look but at, that's my holiday, not necessarily an exhibition. Have a look at Paul. the MTDC and C Global website. Yep. Um, to see the video. And if you're looking dis for dis distribution, people who want distributors in the UK, have a look because if people do, there's some great, great products out there. So yeah, absolutely. That's mtdcnc.global. Yes, dot global. Paul, thank you. And let's go. Well, we, need, we better get a run yeah. on. Hopefully, we haven't missed our flight. We'll see you back in the UK very soon. Thank you, Sean Colin. Thanks for listening to the MTD podcast. If you found value in this episode, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. Find more episodes on mtdcnc.com.